Making sure things are important. Oh, cute. That's your mom truck. Yeah. 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 Do you have tattoos yet? Or do they not allow? I just have one. Mm. It's cute, huh? I very love nice, it. Very I nice. got it. It's a matching one with my cousin. Aren't you like not allowed to get tattoos? For acting? Yeah. That's mm. like a big no-no. I mean, I feel like it may have been more that in back in the day, but now a lot of people just have tattoos. You just cover it up. With what? Makeup. That's so ass. That sounds so ass. I mean, or, like, maybe it fits your character. And it just yeah, because, like, isn't it, like, if you have tattoos, it needs to fit your character now? I guess. I don't know. It's never come up for me. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You have very boring tattoos. Me? <laughs> I know, because I can't. I really want to get, like, something here. But I cried getting this. And this really? doesn't even hurt. No so way I, you I know I couldn't get this. Isn't like this area like literally like the softest, yeah. like the smoothest? It yeah. My cousin, when she got hers, she was just sitting there like on her phone. She's like, "You were crying over this." Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't like needles though. I can't even. I cry getting a shot. I'm not even gonna lie. Wow. So. Uh, sounds very unvaccinated of you, but I am very unvaccinated. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, I feel it. I feel it. I feel. It. But what's up, y'all? Oh. It's your host, Sensei and Kay. I'm back again another episode, and today I'm here with an immaculate, a great, an all-time, a very talented sing, dance, act, play guitar, play piano, play, wow, I was just throwing things out, play the harp probably. Violin. Violin, <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Who am I here with? Hi, my name is, okay. This is awkward. Okay, in the world, okay. Nimini. Nimini. But, like, for people who know me in Minnesota, Sierra. Sierra, so, Sierra, Sierra, Sierra. What is your story, Sierra? Because I, I feel like you live a life that's, like, different than most other people. Like, you're from the... Where, where are you from? I'm from Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Yeah, but, like, where are you really from? Are you talking about my family? Like, where, where did they cross the waters? Oh, no, I was, I was alluding to New York, but... Oh, Really? Okay, okay. See, every, everybody that I know that's like stays from over there, they always hold so much pride in that city. Like, interesting. Even though they're from like Buckhook, Ohio, they go to New, they go to <laughs> New York for like a summer, and that's just where they're from now. Mm. But yes, yes, yes. No. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, Liberia. I mean, I didn't know what you wanted, but yeah, no, I'm living in New York. Mm, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Mm -hmm. What? You know what? You know what? Let's let's start off from the past and then move forward. Forward. <gasps> yes. Yes. Would you think that you would be where you are right now? Would I think that I would be where? Um, yeah. yeah. I, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I always knew that I was going to be like, I don't know, a performer or I was going to follow my dreams. I didn't know in what capacity or how it was going to happen, but I knew it was going to happen. So okay. I'm not really surprised that I am where I am, but I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm really happy. Oh, okay. And that's I work good. really that's, hard. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That is fair. That is fair. How did you, as you were growing up, as you are growing up, did you ever have a sense that you were, like, different than the people that was around you? Oh, yeah. How so? I thought I was, I always thought I was, um, I felt like a lot of people cared about things that I thought were dumb that like didn't that weren't like necessary towards improvement or like how so 
like fight like literally fighting like in school like friends that I had were fighting over boys or fighting over like he likes you or whatever whatever I was just like well who gives a fuck let's mm. like ace this test or whatever I was mm. always focused on like something that was gonna move me forward in life um I don't know yeah and I've, I've always I feel like I've always been kind of I've always been self-assured more self-assured than people around me really what, what do you mean by that like I've always been like like how I said, I I know that I'm destined for greatness. Okay, for, okay. <laughs> for lack of a better word. <laughs> um, and so I was always very sure in that. And I was like, okay, great. Like if I want to start learning how to play the guitar, oh, I'm going to do that. If I want to mm. start writing music, I'm going to do that. But then a lot of people around me were, would be like, oh, no, like I don't think I could do that. So I'm not going to. Like not a lot of people had faith in themselves. Mm. So I always had faith in myself. I was just new. I was special. Okay, I'll feel that. I'll feel that. Being as a black woman, I've... Not not myself, but like other black women have told me, it's always been hard to like really succeed in who they are and find the inner confidence to do the things that they want to do in life, right? Mm. Because of like there's a lot of like aspects around the world that's always trying to tear you down and always being on not even oppressive, but um mentally demeaning energy towards them, right? Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you, how did you? Do you felt that there was a lot of energy that was trying to hold you back in life? And how did you overcome that, those things? Um, I think that there were things that happened in my life that could have held me back. Not racially. I don't, I have, in my experience, I haven't felt any type of being held back because of me being a black woman. If anything, I think that made me more powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and that could just be the way that I was raised to think. Or, I don't know, maybe I just didn't experience it, but... So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel mm -hmm. that. As a black man, doing, like, your podcast and getting this all set up, like, how do you think your identity influences the type of conversations you want to have on here? Mm. Speaking on my own uh, aspect, I feel like being black has, like, a... There's a lot of connection to being black in entertainment. Mm. Being as, like, the most way that black people are, like, mostly recognized is through entertainment and not really education and things like that or ideas that people have so i feel like for myself i'm very much a eccentric mm. being when i'm when i am recording and having conversations because i feel like there's not really a a sense or a need outside in this real world to have those deep conversations. People are not really, oh. people don't really want those conversations because like they, they unlock aspects of personalities that people don't really want to really internalize and really talk about. Okay, wait, so that's been, so that's been your experience that people don't want to have those conversations? Yeah, there's, every time people do have those conversations, it's kind of like, um, Doing a thing for the first time is always difficult, right? Mm -hmm. So people all their life, they haven't been privy to having those type of conversations about things that are really deep and that needs, like, actual thorough explanation or actual, like, deep understanding of the thing for it to actually make sense. So when you just throw someone into the field of, like, how is your mental health, it, the conversation uh. only goes so far. That's interesting. I found I've had the diff a different experience. Like okay. my friends, we talk about deep stuff all the time, just mm -hmm. in life. Period. So I don't know. That's just interesting okay. that you say that. I feel that. Is that because you're a woman? 
That's very interesting. Because um, my, my, one of my homeboys, he was like, yeah, anytime you're having deep conversations, is it mostly with women? No, actually, no. I've had them with, with men as well. Mm, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's just the people I gravitate towards. Okay. We okay. have those types of conversations, but yeah. But most of your female friends are more, they're more in tune with themselves um, than an average person, would you say? Most of my female friends. Or at least more no. than your male. Really? No, okay. yeah. I have very in touch with themselves male friends, very in touch with themselves female friends, and also very unin touch with themselves female friends, unin touch with themselves male friends. Okay. Yeah, it's a good mix. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, because one of the things that I've really like always was thinking about is like the reasoning for men not really going that deep into what they think about and what they're feeling is because of there's no gain. There's mostly a loss when that when you do end up trying to talk about who you really are. Yeah. Um, for example, for example, of okay. like Will Smith, for example, (laughs) we watched him talk to his wife, well, his ex-wife, about... Wait, they're divorced? Are they they divorced? No, what are you saying, ex-wife? They're not divorced yet? Are you talking about Jada? Yeah. No, they're together. Wow, that is ridiculous, but... (laughs) Why is that ridiculous? Okay, we'll get to that. But, um... Fuck, what was I saying? We watched him. Yeah, 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 we we literally watched him cry on, on television while his wife... (laughs) <laughs> was talking about having a relationship with another man that was she was supposed to be helping with his own mental health. So we just saw that. And then we just saw Ty well, it wasn't just, but Tyrese, Tyrese Gibson. Mm-hmm. The one where it's like, oh, what more do you want from me? Where he's like crying because he can't see his kid. Oh really? Bro. Because people made it a meme. <laughs> people made it a meme. It was like two, three years ago. And now Connie Connie West. We're literally watching him spiral, spiral out of control for the past, what, when his mother died? Ten years? Eight years ago? Oh, damn. He's been spiraling ever since. Ever since the, the VMA moments till now with uh, Kim and his kid. Mm. So there's, every time that men are, get a chance to speak on what they feel like, is just treated as a joke. And no, 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 no. I'll disagree because you okay. just gave examples of men who were treated as memes. That's the only the examples you gave. Mm-hmm. There are men who have expressed themselves and are open who aren't like that. Let's let's say um there's this man, I forget his name, but he like talks with he works with Oprah a lot. He started the Agape Church and he talks about like how he used to be a drug dealer and he went to jail and everything and now he's renewed. Like he's very open and he's mm-hmm. not a joke. And then there's also like the rich man, the rich dad, poor dad guy who wrote that book. Very open, not a meme. So there are plenty of men who are very, what? Do I was, I'm, I'm confused. What do, what do you mean he was open? Like open about his life and his struggles and his emotions. But it ended with him being like victorious and rich though. Okay. The rich dad, poor dad dude? Yeah. I mean, th- those are just like a couple of I'm Okay, I'm just trying to understand. Because you're saying if men express their emotions. Mm-hmm. They're basically mocked and yeah. treated like a joke. Yes, correct. And you gave examples of men who are mocked and treated like jokes. Correct. And I gave examples of men who express themselves who are not mocked and treated like jokes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think about the, the rich dad, poor dad. Because I read the book. I'm trying to think about how he expresses emotions. 
was he really expressing his emotions? I feel like the emotion that he was expressing through that book was more of like a, um, a sense of not dissettlement, um, a stronger word than upset, a stronger word than embarrassed of the people that he's been around. That's like the energy I got from that book. Okay, well, I guess then what is your definition of emotion? Because I feel like being embarrassed is something that a lot of that, people can't express. Fair, fair. That is, an, that is part of the emotion. Okay, okay. Um, when I say uh, showing up with their emotion, I'll say like uh, when it comes to like sad emotions, soft emotions, like very vulnerable emotions. That's what I mean by that. Being able to express emotion. Because like in dating, in, for example, um, dating. Uh, yeah, because you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I've seen a lot of a lot. Of, okay, one of my homegirls, one of my homegirls. She told me a story. It was like, yeah, um, I broke up with this one dude because like he was like too good for me, and like hmm? he like cried a lot. Interesting. And that was like I was like, okay, cried about what? She was like, no, he was just like anytime he was sad, he would just cry, and she's just not. She just didn't like that. I was like. What do you? That's, that's very. I don't. I don't get the point. Then she was like, "Yeah, no." She was like, "Well, yeah." Um, anytime he was having like a rough patch in his life, he would just like you know just like break down or like every time we're in the movie and it was like a sad scene, I'll be crying. But then I look over and he's also crying. Right? So <laughs> just didn't sit right with me. It gave me like an, an ick. And I said, mm, "There seems like a." So yeah, that's like. There's a lot of examples in life where it's like when men do open up and they are vulnerable, it's either it is thrown in their face or it's seen as a joke or there's no really like a, there's no place for it. Um, oh, I totally hear that and I agree, but I will also say that there is that other side of the spectrum where mm -hmm. that is welcomed and that there mm -hmm. are also women who express themselves and are ridiculed. Like Chloe Bailey, when she was crying about people like talking about her body and people were like, what the fuck is she crying for? Like all that. Um, and I mean, if she has a preference for men who don't cry, then that's her preference. I I love a man who cries. I haven't been with a man who cries. See, I hear I that. Love. I hear that a lot. People say they would love it until they have it. All right. Well, once I get it, I'll come back to you. <laughs> okay. All right. You know. That's that's when. Okay. 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 I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Hmm. Because there's like, there's also this. Uh, what I've experienced is. Well, I've experienced some guys who are pretty in touch with themselves, but then there are the ones who just literally can't even have conflict. They can't even, like... Like, if if if, if I have an issue with something, I'm the type of person, I'll say it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't, I'm not saying it in a rude way. I'm very... I've practiced nonviolent communication, if you know what that is. I have not. I choose violence every time. But oh, great, continue. Great, great, great. So, <laughs> I don't know, if I bring something up, then they'll, like, completely change the subject. Or if I'm upset mm. about something, they'll completely change it, and we can't talk about anything. Mm -hmm. I hate that so fucking much. Okay, okay. So, there's that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, just the side oh. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. So, do you think that's... Do you think majority of women oh. would enjoy a man that is open? I don't know. I can't speak for majority. You know what? That's women. fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, okay, a better a better example. Okay. From from your own experiences okay. with other women, ah. what do you think is the majority of what they would want? I think majority of women just well, the ones that I've experienced want mm -hmm. a guy who is upfront about 
you know, their emotions, what they're feeling, what the situation is. Um, Because a lot of conversations that I have with my girlfriends is like, oh, we're just confused about what's going on. And like with me as well, it's kind of like guys will be hot and cold. But then Mm. once I get cold, then they want to like, like be all like, where are you going? What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. Or if I... What do you mean by that? I mean like... I guess like that's that so so dudes are like um they don't show any emotion until you're showing the emotion or no they'll like they won't show anything until I walk away or if I start talking to somebody else and, and then that's they're like when start. wait where are you going yeah <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean where I was here for fucking four months and you weren't giving me anything <laughs> it's so that's what we want we want a guy to be upfront like nobody will laugh at you if you tell us you like us or you love us like we love it mm, but. Isn't the chase over once a dude admits it? That's the thing. What the fuck is this chase thing? I hate You that. would be so surprised. I, hate it. <laughs> I just did an episode with one of my homeboys where we were talking about it. And so his girl was telling him, was telling him this. She was like, <clears throat> when the chase, when the chase finished, well, she was like, once I understand dudes, I just like leave because I'm like bored. Yeah, I watched that. I saw that you yes. said that. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's her experience. You don't think that's like a good like a good chunk though? I think that's I think that's for okay. This may be not proper. Cause like um wait because like the reason why why it like it hits me because like a lot of women will say no that's not the majority and then that's them. <laughs> um I don't know I don't know if that's the majority or not but that's mm-hmm. not me mm-hmm. I don't like mm-hmm. the chase I don't like the games because for me chase equals a game in mm-hmm. my experience. And I don't know anyone who's like I I I once I get them then it's done. I think that's the courtship. Coming... The courtship is over. I well, I mean, do you want to be courted forever? I like. Don't we want relationships? I feel like that comes from a spot of insecurity. See, that's the thing. I feel like most relationships are just courtships. Like they want what? just that. That is like the they want oh. to feel wanted twenty four seven. I think you can feel wanted in a relationship. I don't think that's just courtship. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Then what is it? Okay, so in marriages, <laughs> when when it doesn't work, because of their, like, yeah, he doesn't really, like, show attention to me anymore, yada, yada, uh-huh. yada. Is that not courtship as well? I guess, what is what is your definition of courtship? I don't think I do. Like, in-game. Like, oh, God. Things like that. Okay. Being spontaneous. Um... Showing parts of who you are and then pulling back some parts of who you are so she could like figure it out. Trying to be like the mysterious energy, things like that. That's all part of courtship. Okay. Because you're still trying to figure out who the person is. But it gets to a point where you do figure out who the person is, and that's when like relationships, marriages, things like that, it just Is that your experience? Like do you feel like you you prefer the chase over actual being in a relationship? Personally, personally, I want a relationship so I could like have someone that does like that okay yeah for for relationships for myself i want someone that's like uh someone i could do nothing with yeah very much old people energy that's like the that's like the point of relationship to me so i don't have to be continuously doing like going to clubs going doing this spitting game uh, here and there and yeah. there i can put all of that into the grind <laughs> put yeah. all that energy into the grind into the bag so yeah <laughs> So okay, mm-hmm. so then you want someone to just, like, do nothing with. Okay, so, I don't, 
okay, 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 okay. But no, I'm asking about like the chase though. So wait, because so when you're in the relationship, do you mm-hmm. get bored? No. Because what do you do? Nothing. Okay, and so. Like the point is to do nothing. That's yeah. what it is for me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was trying to bring it back to the like chase thing, but now I forgot how to make my point. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. It's like. Yeah. Okay. So she said once she gets them, she gets bored. Mm-hmm. She like wants. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe that's just not your experience. Maybe you enjoy that. That like. The boredness. Yeah. I guess. Uh, yes. I just don't. I just can't. I don't know. I guess I'm not really usually bored because I do a lot. Mm-hmm. See, that's another thing. I feel like a lot of women are just bored. Like, they're, they themselves are not doing... Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. That makes yeah, sense. They themselves are not really doing much For besides, sure. like, going to school and then going to work. Besides, that's a lot. Going to school and going to work. A lot of people can't, don't even do that. They're fumbling the bag if they're not doing that. But um, I feel that is, not, that is not a lot. Going to work and then going to... Okay. Okay, you know what? Let me let me repref- let me really yeah. that. I feel like to be a part of society, okay, okay. <laughs> you need to do something like that. You need to go to school, go to work, you're yeah. doing something. Yeah. The act of doing nothing is foolish. I suppose, and I also think that's a very American mentality. Oh yes, very yeah. much so. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. To exist in America, that's the energy you need to. For sure. And so yeah. you're saying you think a lot of women are are bored in their lives, which is why they get bored in their relationships. Yes, correct. That's interesting. I think that also goes for men too. I don't think that's just a woman thing. Mm-hmm. But I do agree because I think I I have a lot of fun and I do a lot of things in my life. And when I'm with someone, we typically well, I typically am having fun. Exactly. Oh, do you remember Blue Dice? Right, where the pip thing said like. In Boondocks, oh. the Pipnik Sipnik, <laughs> yeah. he was like, uh, your your woman wants more uh, entertainment. And he was like, Tom, Tom was like, oh, what should I do for the entertainment? And yeah. then Pimps was like, entertainment? Tell that bitch to go buy a movie ticket. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because realistic, that's literally it. I feel like y'all should be having fun together, I uh-huh. guess, but it shouldn't be mandatory. For sure. I think it should be, you should have fun together, but you should also have fun by yourself. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people, well... Uh, a lot of people I know or that I've experienced or whatever are coming into a relationship to be like, oh, save me. I need some, I need this part of me fulfilled, blah, 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 rather than being a whole person and like having their own life mm-hmm. and like two people having their own lives and coming together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel that. So mm-hmm. then it's like, you're very codependent and then it's like, you have to do everything together and then that's when the burnout comes mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, I mm-hmm. can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yes, the only thing that we should have to do together is have sex. <laughs> that's literally it, because I yeah. can't do it myself. Oh, what? You can't do it yourself? Ah, that's... Ah, but you I, don't. I, I've you done it for master? 14 years. It's okay. My, I'll keep it to myself. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it only gets to a certain point where I'm like, all right, all right, realistically, what are we doing now? <laughs> what are we doing right now? Wait, can we talk about sex? Go ahead. Yeah, okay, no, I don't like... got real sponsorships yet, but Okay, continue. great. It's like my favorite conversation. Okay, so... How old were you when you first had sex? Oh, uh, it was very traumatizing. Oh, uh, okay, sorry. I mean, I mean... No, I, I'm just joking. I'm just, I'm oh, just joking. Okay. I'm just joking. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just joking. Does my mom still listen to this? Oh, does she? I don't think she Oh, my she God. Hi, Mom. Listens. What's your mom's name? Uh, Stella Mars. Hey, Stella. Oh, hey, Mama Stella. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, again, uh... Nine, eighth grade, ninth grade. Oh my god! Eighth, I thought you said nine. Oh no, 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 no,
eighth and ninth. How old were you in eighth and ninth, ninth grade? Uh, like fifteen or something. Fifteen ish. Yeah. You were fifteen. Wait, yeah. was she also in eighth and ninth grade? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Like down the street type of energy. Down the street. Yeah. yeah Wait, yeah, were you yeah. at that house that you live in now? No, 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 no. no oh. No. Moved Wait. a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Wait. So like. Wait, can you talk about it? Like, how did it happen? Like, was she your girlfriend, or was it no, just no, like... no? It was like a, uh, it was a friend. It was like oh. a, it was a friend that like we were friends for like a good minute. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I don't. I oh. wish I was a slut. Oh my god, I wish I was a slut. Oh my god. Because <gasps> the thing is, I was like, ah, damn. So now, what are we doing? And then she was like, what do you mean? What are we doing? <laughs> we oh. are going to class. <laughs> we are going respectfully. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> oh, you fell for her after oh, that. Oh yeah, of course, of course, of oh, course. Wow. Wait, so are you the type of person like you you have to have emotions or you get emotions oh, from having sex with someone? I mean, like not anymore. Oh, but, okay, like, okay. Yeah. Wow, she was like, "We're going to class." That's funny. <laughs> oh my god, was it good though? Yeah. Did you guys do it again? Twice. Twice uh, yeah. more? No, just like one more time. Wow. Yeah. Look at you! Do you still talk to her, or do you know oh, what she's doing? Oh no! Uh, what is she, what is she doing? Uh, I think she became. What did she happen? She became what? I think she became like famous or some shit. Shut like, up! On what? I think she went like down south, like Florida. To get famous. In yeah, or some. <laughs> yeah, she, doing in she like she like moved. I think she was trying to like do acting or some shit like that. She mm. went to Florida, out of every place. <laughs> Texas? No, she went to Texas. That's where she went. Very interesting. Okay. Yes. Yes. But yeah. How about you? Me? I was a late bloomer. Okay. Wait, can you guess? Guess how old you... How 20. Old you, no. 19? I was 21. 21, okay. Yeah. Ah, that sounds so ass. What do you... No, it was actually... Wait, why? <laughs> Is that not like... like That's not... Ah. ah what? Ah, it's boring. It's boring? Ah, Wait, what? Very boring. Have but... You, what? Um, it really was... <laughs> look, I was a busy girl. <laughs> You're too focused on the bag. I'm too I feel focused it. on the bag. I feel it. I do not blame you. I do not blame you. I do not blame you. But, um... Mm. Why did it take so long? Because I didn't, I um didn't find someone who I was ready to like have sex with for the first time. Everybody was just useless. Everyone was useless, <laughs> and wait, were, you were in New York at the time, right? I was in New York. How yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? Damn, yeah. I feel like that's that place is like for the heathens. It's really it's for the heathens. The oh my God. heathens, it's, the heathens. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like it's worse than L.A. because it's like old oh. money. Oh. Yeah, instead of like L.A. social yeah. media new money type but, energy. But L.A. is very phony though. Everybody's just like yeah, yeah. And New York's not phony. Yes, that's why it's worse. Oh, okay, Because okay, okay. <laughs> they're they're more in they're more in tune with themselves. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, what? I want to do this, so you know, what? I will do this. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot easier than over in California. But ah, uh, okay, okay. Continue. What? Uh, like... how? <laughs> why did it take so long? Oh, why did it take so long? Yeah, what did I just said. No, you said like everyone was useless, but like. You were in New York, so how was every? You weren't like at parties. You weren't um, doing this. No, and that and I this. wasn't at parties in New York. Really? No, okay. when I I went to New York to do a project, a show off Broadway, and then after I did that, I started like doing improv. I started like studying. Don't just skip movies. over Broadway. Oh, what were yeah, you yeah. doing at Broadway? It's off Broadway, not on off Broadway. Broadway. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but I was like, 
I was working on a show which became a really big hit, but I wasn't in the show. I was the personal assistant to the playwright, but mm-hmm. I was at like all the all the like parties and all the rehearsals and everything like that. And then after that, I just was networking a lot and I met a lot of really cool people. And so then I just started like How is the parties over being there? Connected with them. They're pretty cool. The like they're pretty cool. I well the industry parties, I think they're they're pretty cool. There's just like random famous people. I partied with um DeWanda Wise. Do you know um you know she's gotta have it? Spike Lee's on Netflix. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, anyway. <laughs> um, I met Denai Guerrero at a party too. You know Denai Guerrero? Stop saying names like that. Okay. Say characters. Okay, um, <laughs> she's Michonne from Walking Dead and she's also in Black Panther. She's the bald one who's like protecting them. Really? Yeah. And oh, so wow. I like met her. My mentor introduced me to her, and then I like literally started crying because at the time I was super into The Walking Dead, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, Michonne's my favorite character. <laughs> and she's like, oh, you're so sweet. She's like, I, she's like, I just wrote a play, and you like would be perfect to be in it. Of course, like you know, nothing ever happened with that. But the fact that she <laughs> said that to jokes. me, the fact that she said that to me, I was like, I was like, okay, thank you. Like, <laughs> it was cool, but yeah. So yeah, I mean, speak. Huh. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just do things. Okay. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Wait, real quick, speaking on the party aspect okay. of it, on the party aspects, was there an obnoxious amount of drugs? No, not the ones I went to, no. Really? That, at least that I was aware of. Okay, okay. Because you kind of have to, like, I feel you have to kind of be in that to, like, Oh, okay. Know you need there. the card to yeah. see it? Okay. And so, no, it was just, like, wine. It was very, I went to, like, it wasn't, like, raves. I went to, I'm always the youngest in the room. And so everybody was older. Okay. And, you know, there's, like, wine and things like that. I would go to parties and I, was, I wasn't I was old enough to go I'm like, okay, got you. Um, But, no, there was no, like, hard drugs or anything like that that I noticed. No. Okay. I feel it. Do you think that was just you being oblivious to it? It could definitely have been that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel that. But speaking of Broadway, did you ever end up on it? Well, as of right now, I just did a a reading, a workshop at a Broadway house, okay. which is technically Broadway, which is like a Broadway show, but it wasn't a full show. A workshop is when so it's a new play, a playwright just wrote something and then they just like hire some actors and like a director and all of this to perform it. Mm-hmm. Just to see, like, oh, what it would look like. It. Yeah, okay. and then, like, all these industry people come, casting directors, producers, and they come and they look and they're like, okay, do I want to, like, put this up or buy this or whatever. Okay, okay. So that's what I did, and that was at a Broadway house. So that's as close as I've gotten to Broadway so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm currently in the audition process for a couple different Broadway shows. Really? Yeah. Are you allowed to speak on it? Yeah, for, like, The Lion King, Book of Mormon, and wow. Mean Girls. How did you even get into acting? Uh, I kind of fell into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, well, it's like, it's weird. I fell into all the opportunities, but it's like I knew I wanted to do it, but I never, like, pursued it, pursued it. Okay. Okay. So 10th grade, I went to, I think your brother goes there, so Totino oh. Grace. Oh, okay. I went yeah, to Totino yeah. Grace, fucking hated it, and then I was like, I need to go somewhere else. And so then... Perpich, which is a school in Golden Valley, it's a performing arts high school. They, I like. Ah, oh, you're one of the weirdos. Okay. Oh okay. my god, no, I wasn't a weirdo. Okay, <laughs> I don't think I was a weirdo, but maybe I was. Um, do weirdos think they're weirdos? Oh, fair yeah. enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so I went there, and then 11th and 12th grade, and I don't know, and that's where I kind of developed, like, 
you know, I started acting and stuff. Okay. And then everyone was like, oh, you're really good. Like, how long have you been doing this? I was like, I, I just started when I came here. And then everyone was like, oh, my God. And then my teacher was like, you should do this. And I was like, I mean, I kind of thought I could, but, like, can I actually do this? Is this, like, sustainable? So then... They was having auditions for this improv group in the city called Blackout. It was the first all-black um, improv troupe. I auditioned, mm-hmm. and then um, I got into that. And then from that, I started, like, performing and stuff, you know, developing my stage presence and all of that. Okay. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> what? I don't keep going, keep yeah, going. Yeah, and then I, like, went to... I'm giving you, like, my whole journey to New York. Oh, okay. yes, and enjoy yes. yourself, yes. Okay, yes. So then I, like, did that, and then... I ended up, I graduated, and then some life tragedies happened, mm. and then I went to college for, like, three months, had a mental breakdown, dropped out of college. Why did you break down? Because of my tragedies. Oh, do you want to talk about my life life? Do we want to talk about that? Oh, uh, whatever you're open to speak I on. I mean, I can speak on whatever. Okay. Take continue. Okay, great. So, when I was 16, I believe, 16, my mom went to prison, mm-hmm. and then, so that was really, really hard on me. Okay. Um, and then I moved in with my sister, and then a year later, my sister passed away. And that mm. was super hard. So then in, like, the span of two years, I lost, like, the biggest influences that, in my life. Mm-hmm. And because my dad wasn't there. And so then it was, like, me and my sister's four kids. And then my brother's two kids. And then my brother, we all moved in with him. And then it was just, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of take on a role. Um, that wasn't meant for you? That wasn't meant for me. And okay. it was a lot of pressure. And I never dealt with anything. And I just would work all of the time. And then I had to go to school. And I would hang out with the kids. And so then when I left to go to college and I was, like, kind of not as busy as I was before, I just had all this time for everything to sit and, like, just, and I just couldn't handle it. Okay, and okay. so then... You started really understanding the things that was happening? Yeah, I Because started, when tragedy does happen and you're busy, you put it all to the back and just brew on it now. I have to yeah. just have to really sit with it. Yeah, for sure. And I was kind of like, why am I in college? Like, college didn't matter to me anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, my mom's in prison, and my sister just died. Like, I, why am I here? And then I just, I left. And I didn't tell anybody. I just left. I dropped out. <laughs> and then I showed up at my brother's house. <laughs> Wait, tell them where you dropped out from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I dropped out from Gustavus. Oh, wow. In St. Peter, Minnesota. Oh, I do not blame you. <laughs> yeah, it was not great. But anyway, yeah, I dropped out, and... Then I went, oh, my God. Okay, then I went back to my brothers and, like, whatever. I was trying to figure out myself, figure out who I was. And then I was like, fine, I'll just do, like, acting stuff out here. And then I okay. just did some acting stuff. And then I booked this one musical role, which is where I met my mentor, okay. um, Jocelyn Bio, who is a playwright. And then she just, like, saw me and she was like, took me for breakfast. And she's like, who are you? What are you doing? Why aren't you in school? You need to be in New York and all of this. And then I started like bawling because she kind of was giving me that mother, big sister energy that I was missing. And so I was like, Ooh, mm. I thought I'm going to cry now. I was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, I was just so touched. And then mm-hmm. basically I went to New Why York. Why did you open up to her? Because no one had ever asked me how I was doing mm. since everything happened. No one asked me any questions until she did. And then, Finally, someone cares. Yeah. And then I didn't... Oh, no! Um, yeah, I didn't realize how much I needed um, someone to, like, check on me until she did. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, I feel it, yeah. I feel it. Yeah, so then there's that, and then I went, and then she, like, brought me to New York. Where, where'd you end up going to school in New York? 
NYU. Mm, yeah, New York University that? is really good. It was really good. I graduated. Um, it was like honestly, it wasn't that good. What am I saying? It was like good and not good. How so? Like, in regards to acting, I was I was older than everyone, of course, because I dropped out of school like three different times. <laughs> <laughs> and then um I had more experience because I had been like acting and doing stuff professionally before I mm. went. And so I was arguably no, I can't say this. I was just more experienced than everybody okay, else. Okay, okay, okay. You so, want to put your chest out real quick? Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was pushing a lot of people, and I was, like, a source of motivation for a lot of people. But, like, no one was pushing me because no one was there to there try and where yeah. I was. Okay. And so I didn't, I don't think I really learned that much in regards to acting there. It was good practice, but I mm-hmm. think, and also, like, there's just did no it, space. Did it, did it put you like in trajectory to do bigger things? It like, did. would you think you would have got your uh, shows without it, the ones that you're doing now if you never went to NYU? Um, I'm sure something would have happened, but yeah, I'm doing this. I'm gonna say yeah, yeah. Okay. I always think that I can do things, but I I love the route that I took. I think in NYU I got my I got network. That's where I oh, got okay. like my agent found me, and. I, like, am cool with different um, artistic directors of theaters. Artistic directors are basically, like, the casting directors of theaters. Okay. Um, yeah. What are the th- weird parts about it? Because I feel like trying to do something as, like, not even vague, but, like, as different as acting. What are, like, the weird aspects of it? Um, like, because I feel like everyone wants to be famous, but, like, <laughs> what does it really mean to do those type of things? I think it's a really lonely thing. I feel lonely a lot because it's like it's hard for other people to truly understand the industry and what you do. Mm -hmm. So it's like I don't like to explain it a lot because it's like, well, I don't know. I feel like people don't understand it. And also it's just like I think it can make you really insecure and it can make you like a perfection. Like I was already a perfectionist, but once I started really like doing things, I'm just like terribly a perfectionist. Okay. And I waste a lot of time because I try to be perfect. <laughs> okay, okay. Speaking on the lonely aspect, mm-hmm. I feel like people need to, like, really get in tune with that part of themselves. Being lonely? Yeah. To feel what being lonely... I feel like it's needed to actually feel what being lonely is. So, like, you can actually understand it as time goes on because I feel like eventually when you do get into, like, your careers and stuff, right you will get to the point where you can't do other things. Mm-hmm. You have to just go to work and then come back to the wife, go to work, come back to the wife. And that oh, will eventually really? feel like you're by yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, if you take the traditional nine-to-five route, you're not going to be out here doing all these cool things. You're not going to be traveling, doing this and that and this and that. You're probably going to be sitting at a desk, doing uh, a lot of yeah, very yeah. monotonous things yeah. that will make you lose who you really are. So I feel like people should feel loneliness earlier yeah. so they actually understand what it feels like before they actually get to it in such a, like a high stage of for their sure, career. For sure, for sure, I agree. <clears throat> Do you feel like you've experienced loneliness? Oh, kind of. Oh. Yeah. It's more it's more like a self-imposed loneliness that I felt. So you isolate yourself? Yes. Mm. Purposely active, yeah. Because like I feel like oh, the thing that really made me understand understand like this this weekend I went to, like, Milwaukee, right? Okay. okay. School is starting on Monday. I went to Milwaukee on Saturday. <laughs> okay. 
I had no reason to be in, in, in Milwaukee. Oh. I had a shit to, yeah, I had so much other shit to do back over here. And then, like, I promised myself I'd, like, do all these things while I was there, but ended up mm. not doing anything. And then when I came back here, I was, like, damn, you're a week behind of shit Ooh. that I really needed to do. Yeah. And I needed to do all of that in, like, two days before, like, like the consequences really built up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's... So, really put life in perspective as, like, you can't always be just enjoying yourself. It comes to a point where it's, like, have you not enjoyed yourself enough? Oh, I disagree. I disagree. Really? No, I think we should always be enjoying ourselves. And we can all, I don't think there's ever like enough of enjoying ourselves. Really? Enjoyment really? doesn't reach to a point where like you got to be serious in life. You have to be. No. In my really? opinion. No. Okay. But then again, I live a life where I enjoy what I do. I get to oh, act okay. and make okay. music for money and do all that. So mm. I enjoy every part of my life. Oh, okay, okay. And I would I I mean it would be ideal if everybody could do that, but I understand that like not everybody. I feel like there's not many joy there's not not joys. There's not there's not that many jobs that like it's there's not that many jobs that put you in place to enjoy yourself. Like, a lot of jobs that you do aren't actually like that. Like, doing spreadsheet work is not that fun. Uh, so, <laughs> things like that. Those are not that much fun that comes from that. Yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe not for you. Some people, I know people who enjoy doing spreadsheets. Really? Do you, do. do you know people that enjoys doing mail management? Mail management? No, no. Middle management. I don't even know what that is. Um... What is a what is a good way to explain middle management? I would say the best way to explain it, their jobs were created just to make the job day longer. Like their jobs don't actually matter in the grand scheme of things. Okay. Like they send emails all day. Oh. Or like um, Oh yeah. I know um, those people. They type in things that even if they were to not do it, it still wouldn't do anything to the company. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do those jobs matter? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really understand what it is. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't. See, I don't know. I feel like it It only matters because it puts food on the table. Mm. So I feel like that's like what, that's like the reasoning behind it for people to have those type of jobs because there's not that many jobs that's going to pay you like 80 90k to like sit down and like <laughs> do things like that maybe i mean mm. but what about like with you studying economics like oh no i'm doing it for the money okay oh yeah no it's, it's for the yeah ah uh, so that's it's your the it's the it. potential six figures right out of school that's uh, like the, <laughs> that is the <laughs> okay okay yeah, yeah yeah so you value money over like enjoyment see the thing is I don't value, I value my kids over myself. You want to have kids? Oh, of course. Oh, my God. I feel like there's no reason to, actually, let me not even say, let me just not say. To me, I wouldn't feel the reason to live without having kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. And creating, like, just, like, obnoxiously great lives for uh-huh. ch- for my kids. That's, like, the whole <gasps> point of, like, everything I do. Yeah. To put my kids in, like, the position to, like, be, like, a spoiled rich kid. That's, like, my biggest goal. Oh. I love that. I love that uh, you said that obnoxiously good lives for my children. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, like if like excessively, <laughs> like, yeah, things like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
good for you. Yes, most definitely, most definitely. Oh, mm. I, I feel like you would be a good dad. Oh yeah, by force. It's it's by force. I feel like being a dad, you're kind of forced to be a good. That's like no, if you're no. actually, you know what? You know, what? I feel like if you're a bad dad, I feel like you're fumbling the a big bag. You're fumbling. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're and like yeah. you're fumbling not just a big bag for your kids. You're fumbling the bag for society because your kids will create. Useless kids if you were useless. <laughs> so I would be I would be hurting society as a whole if mm-hmm. I was a bad father. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I that's, like that mindset. Yeah, okay. that's, that's like the reasoning behind it. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What is your meaning for life? My meaning? Yeah, what is the meanings? Meaning. Like what is life to you? Um, to me, it is, like, um, I don't know, to do what, to do what I like to do, to just, like... Is your life just strictly enjoyment? Um, I mean, I think for the most part, yeah. I mean, of course I get stressed and overwhelmed with Mm -hmm. things, but I, I, I don't hate anything about my life or dislike anything, really. Okay, okay. I'm really close with my family. I spend a lot of time with my family. I have some really amazing friends. I love my job. I play soccer. I'm fit. I'm healthy. <laughs> I like my life. What? Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair fun. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Are you... What's your meaning of life? Oh, oh the kids? Yeah, that's literally yeah. it. That's like the overarching theme. Kids, okay. That's why climate change pisses me off so much. Oh, really? Oh, it's upsetting. <gasps> it's... You're into that? Kinda. Kinda. Ooh. I'm looking at, okay, so I have, like, a lot of gripes with, like, the sustainability thing. Because mm. it's, like, is, are we doomed or are we not? Oh. That's, that's like, the question that I really want to, like, figure out. Yeah. Because of the way that they put it, they feel like, <laughs> too, too, what's the word? To put a formula to how much time we have as a have a, as a planet, right? We're putting in all we need the information of everything, but if we need to fix everything, we can't fix everything. Mm. So we're like, are we? And if we can't fix everything, why are we trying to fix everything? Oh, yeah. That's that's <laughs> kind of what it is. That's kind of what it is. Like it does that that aspect of it doesn't make sense to me. Ah, but okay. when you when you um. Oh, shoot, I had like a uh, an essay that I wrote. With, it wasn't even an essay. It was like a a response that I had to do for my uh, psychology of sustainability, mm-hmm. where it's like, is lowering the the what's it called the level of life? What's the word for for like what is the what is the sentence that they usually say like uh um the quality of life? yes to lower the quality of life. Do we need to do we need to lower our quality of life to lower our our um, ecological footprint? Oh, interesting. So my idea for that thing is, no, we need to change what it means to be a part of the society as a whole. Because of, mm. with psychology, so the question, okay, I'm going rel- to relate this, but I'm about to go on a quick tangent, a quick okay. tangent. So should we or should we not beat our kids? The answer to that <laughs> is you should only beat your kids if everybody else in your community is beating their kids. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so okay. because of the reason is if as a whole society is not beating your kids and you're beating your kids, the kids are like, well, what am I doing that's so bad that none of these kids around me are mm-hmm. getting beat, beaten? Mm-hmm. And then if everybody is getting their kids, if everybody is getting beat, 
but your own kid is not, the kid is going to be like, well, why am I not living that type of, why am I not living that if everyone around me is getting beat, why am I not getting beat? Is there something wrong with me that I'm not getting beat, right? Mm. So, that type of logic, I'm translating it to the sustainability, yeah, right? Okay. So, if I have to lower my own footprints, everybody around me should lower their own footprints for it to make sense. Oh, yes, yes. Like, I have this one Indian friend where it's like, he's from India, so he doesn't eat beef when he's in India, but once he comes here, he's like, yeah, no, I love eating, eating like, McDonald's hamburgers, I love hamburgers, and then like this, and like this, but every time I go back home, I just don't because it's just socially not acceptable for me to be eating beef. Yeah. So, I'm thinking... As a whole, we have to, like, change, like, the whole idea of being an American. Right. For it to actually change. Mm -hmm. As uh, sustainability as a whole to increase and our ecological footprint to drop. Everyone around us has to do it, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's, like, lowering why people, like, want, like, uh, fucking fast cars and bigger houses and yada, 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 yada. Mm -hmm. We have to reduce all of that because I feel like being an American is literally capitalism which mm-hmm. is literally trying to have the most you could possibly have oh, at yeah. a certain point and i feel like doing that is what's ruining the planet because the planet cannot sustain everybody trying to be the most everyone yeah. having the most which in all honesty can sustain us even with the type of um things that we do mm-hmm. as a whole like our overshoot day is march 9th overshoot our overshoot day, like, uh, that's the day that we've used up all the resources for the planet for the whole year. What? Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. Every single year, it just moves back every single year. It's fucking oh, ridiculous. that's crazy. For how much things we use. So, technology in and of itself, we are doing, far, we're using far too much yeah. for it to even matter, I mm-hmm. feel. So, yeah, we have to change all those aspects before we start, before people really understand what the climate change really is. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like when people say things like, uh, we're, we're overpopulated, what does that really mean? They thought they were overpopulated in, like, seven, in the 1700s. In eight, what was it? In 1896, they were like, yeah, we've reached double the amount of people. Oh, we're literally, wow. we're, like, tenfold what we were then. Yeah. So... Is that, are we really at overcapacity or is, <laughs> so yeah, that's my spiel on that. Wait, when did the Black Plague happen? Was that in the 1800s? <sighs> I think so, maybe. So they tried to wipe everybody out. <laughs> and now with COVID, uh, no, uh, the, hey, let me not hey, even yo, Hey, that. yo, but uh, uh, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Gosh, that I, really I sucks. I would not be surprised. Uh, COVID is very upsetting. It is very upsetting. So upsetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does have you I, had it? Uh, maybe I oh. might have had it like a like a like in the beginning, and I just like was like, damn, I was just dying. Oh my god, oh it was my so god. bad. I was dying. It was, oh, no. And then I went and got um influenza, and oh. then I got influenza again. Oh wow! Yeah, it was fucking ridiculous. This <laughs> my immune system has to go to war. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Have you got it? No, not that. No. Mm. How is New York and COVID? Um, it's, we all wear masks everywhere, and... so ass. <laughs> yeah, I know, I come to Minnesota, I'm like, what the hell We don't is care, this? I promise you. I feel so naked without my mask now. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I think we're handling it pretty well out there. I think we're handling it 
better than the Midwest. Like. <laughs> See, the thing is about the Midwest, they don't care. Yeah. They, they, they do not care. It's a bunch of, like, suburb people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, what's happening? Ah, perfect. I have one more question. What are your plans now? What are my plans now? Correct. Correct the mundo. Okay, great. So. Okay. I have a plan. Okay, okay. We we love people with plans. I love that. Very seriousness. Here we go. So I just got a really fancy manager. Okay. And with that, that just means a lot of bigger doors are about to start opening for me. Wait, with the fact with with the bigger manager, does that just mean they're just more serious? They're just more serious, or what? No, it just means that they have more connections. They have just more money. She has no. Really? Well, maybe she has more money. Yeah, but like it's she just has more connections to like networks mm. that I need to get in front of and be seen by. So it must be hard starting off being it's an agent. Fucking difficult. Oh my god! Because like I'm starting from nowhere. Why would you sign with me? That doesn't make sense. What? No. Okay. Okay, okay, for to that, there, you don't just, an agent or a manager, I mean, they're two different things. So okay. they will see, they might see you perform, or you will send them material or something, and if they think that you have the potential, or they think that they can take you to the next level, then they'll sign you. It's not so much as like, and I mean, of course, and they meet you first to mm-hmm. see if you're serious and all of that. So it's not like they're just out here signing people willy-nilly, and they don't of, believe of, in them. Yeah, of course, but... The the problem that I'm running into is okay. once you do become good, why don't you you just need to leave? You can just leave, right? After your um, you have a contract, or is it like a I do. okay, okay? Um, I I thought about that too. I don't know how. I, I mean, but even like you know these big big actors in day, yeah. they're still with their agencies. I mean, you would still, really yeah, because okay. you you can't really handle it yourself because the agents will like they negotiate your contracts, get you more money and all of that. They negotiate where you would stay. They do all the negotiating for you, and mm. they're like, um. All the back work, mm-hmm. like getting you in the spots, and then your manager will do all the managing your career, be like having your schedule. You need to be here. You need to be here. You all that, and getting you into the other rooms. And then you got like publicists. There's like you need people around you because mm-hmm. if you ha- take it all on yourself, you oh, of course cannot. not. That's, that sounds foolish. Yeah, that so much foolishness. But my plan is like right now. I'm working on my. Oh, I just did an HBO show. I just wanted to say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, um, with that, okay, so I'm getting my website together. So I haven't had my website for a while now, and so I just recorded some new covers, some singing, and then some did some dancing covers and, like, got my acting stuff together, and I'm going to make my website. Um, and literally that's it. I'm just going to get my website, and then I'm going to just keep auditioning and taking my singing lessons. I start singing lessons tomorrow and then acting classes again next month. Mm. I'm doing a show in Arkansas. <laughs> I'm leaving Monday to go do that. So, I mean, I'm working. I've been working, oh, course, like, since the beginning of this year. I've been working strictly with acting and, like, paying my rent, and it feels really good. Um, but that's my plan, to just, like, get all my stuff together and just keep doing my best. I feel that. I feel that. Mm-hmm. And, and we- my goal, sorry, I just want to say this here. Okay. Hold me accountable I'm going to book a series regular this year. That's my goal. A series regular. Series regular. Okay, right. okay, yeah. okay. And in Jesus' name. In mm-hmm. Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. thank y'all. If y'all listen so far, make sure to leave a like. And we've reached the segment of which I had a sensei. And this is when our guest goes and gives some advice to our younger listeners on what they should be doing or 
any advice they would give their younger self if they could? Mm. Take it away. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I'll say what I would... I don't like giving advice. Okay, well, I would say to my younger self, I'd be like, um, just keep doing what you're doing. Just trust. Trust your journey. Trust yourself. Um, I don't know. You're not making any wrong moves. Stop stressing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just follow your instincts and your gut. That's what I would tell myself. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Wait, do you do it too? What would you do? No, 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 I don't do it. Well, can you? Oh, oh, might as well just give some give some advice. Um, be serious. No matter what it is you're doing in life, be serious. God, because the act of unseriousness will translate in every other aspect of your life, and that unseriousness only leads to fumbling the bag. And fumbling the bag is a no-go, mm. especially if you're black. But mm. it's Black History Month. Do not fumble the bag respectfully. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> we'll be out. <laughs> <laughs>